The temps are warmer, you've mowed the lawn, and maybe even turned on the AC a time or two. It's definitely spring. So SpI.com is having their spring sale. Log on now and get local deals up to 50% off before they're gone. SpI.com. This podcast is a part of the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. John Strimstrepper with the Next 10. Let's remind everybody what Next 10 is all about. Good to see you, Sam. Uh, you don't mean that, but go ahead. <laughs> always, I always mean it. Um, the Next 10 was a project that the Community Foundation launched in late 2020. Yep. Solicited ideas from the community, uh, all big and small, good ideas for the community, vetted those, and came out with a report in 21 called The Next 10. It was really 10 areas of recommendations mm-hmm. for big projects for the Springfield area. And one of the areas that we want to talk about today was an investment in higher education and innovation. And namely, um, I think this kind of cross-references with another project area of uh, the downtown. So we're looking at the downtown, looking at higher education innovation. I brought with me here today uh, the Director of Economic Development and Innovation at UIS, Mr. Bruce Summer, and uh, Chancellor Janet Gooch, who's relatively new still. We can't say that for too much longer. She's been around a while to talk about the innovation hub and the uh, idea of an innovation district in the downtown. Now, Sam, this is a project that the Community Foundation, well before the next 10, was, uh, I think, directly involved with as we established Innovate Springfield. What was it, Bruce? Six, six, seven, eight years, eight years ago. And Innovate Springfield was announced about four or five years ago as the first hub in what's known as the Illinois Innovation Network through the University of Illinois system. And now uh, there's some exciting news, I think, to report here recently in the media about the innovation, uh, Innovate Springfield moving into a larger facility, an innovation center in downtown Springfield. So in my mind, it's one of the most exciting uh, issue areas of the next 10. And with this building coming online, I heard you earlier talking about downtown Springfield. Mm -hmm. In my view, this could be one of the biggest sparks for uh, a renaissance in downtown Springfield. I agree. Chancellor Gooch, good morning to you. How are you? I'm fine, thank you. Give me a little update. Give me a little, before we talk anything else, give me a little state of the state of UIS, where we're at as far as enrollment, things like that. How pleased are you with so far things are going in the fall? They're going great. I'm very pleased, especially with enrollment. We're up 6.4% from last year, which is really excellent. And uh, a lot of activity going on on campus. Our athletic teams are doing great. Last weekend we had our International Student Festival, so a lot of good activity. Tell me about uh, any major projects as far as buildings concerned. What's going on? Well, we have our new library that'll be uh, wow. breaking ground pretty soon. So, um, looking forward to that. Uh, that'll be open probably in the fall, twenty twenty three. So, um, looking forward to. The- How do you account for the increase in enrollment? Many universities are going the other direction. That's going to make you very pleased. That you've had the increase of six percent. We a lot of hard work, so we did a lot of changes to our processes, um, streamlined those, um, did some very targeted marketing in different populations, areas of the state, um, offered our financial packaging sooner to students so that they knew what it would cost for them to come to UIS, um, so a lot of good changes in our processes. Bring me up to date. What do you see the role of UIS with the next 10 and the economic development, especially with facilities in downtown Springfield? Sure. So we'll be um, moving our programming into the new building and really helping to uh, spark uh, innovation and business development um, through Bruce's work um, in downtown Springfield and hopefully get some more partners down there. Bruce Summers, good morning to you, my friend. How are you? Good to see you. you. It's been a while. Um, You first came back to Springfield in what particular role? Because you are from here originally, born and raised and graduate Griffin High School and so on. 
why did you come back, and what was your role when you came back? I uh, came back, as many, uh, to be closer to family. Okay. I have, have uh, started family myself. And so then I was teaching remotely, I would say, at the university. And then the, the dean of business school asked me to start teaching more classes at, at UIS. And then, uh, like I said, John mentioned about starting Innovate Springfield roughly eight years ago. And then when the Illinois Innovation Network came on, we said, okay, let's span this activity as a hub, the first hub of the 15 other hubs. Uh, and so we said, let's, let's bring the Innovate Springfield over the university. And at that time, we uh, were in position to get the $15 million that, we, uh, that, that were appropriated to us to build a much larger facility here. Help me out. Innovation Network. Define that. Yeah. Explain that is for so that's the, the listeners. University of Illinois system leading uh, 15 different innovation hubs across the state. The state legislators uh, provided $500 million to build these facilities. And UIS was appropriated fifteen million of those that five hundred. What yeah, is a so, hub? How? What? What? If someone can they walk in and see a hub and touch a hub? Uh, if you in, will. In some cases, some are are available. Like okay. ours is is not uh, not expanded, but um, yeah, in across the other thirteen different um, four year institutions, you'll be able to go in and start a business like a business incubator, like what we're doing. But much more than that, each each of the different uh, hubs has their own theme or utilize their own resources. And, it, again, it's it's all related to uh, higher education, public education. What do we have in Springfield at the moment? What are we going to have down the road? So Innovate Springfield is a business incubator. So we will uh, encourage people from the, uh, in, from the community that have a business idea. We'll help you launch that and be more successful at it. Uh, and then in within two years, we're hoping to move into a much bigger facility. Right now, we're at 7,000 square feet on the old state capital square. Uh, in two years, maybe two and a half, we're hoping to have a 24,600 square foot facility that will also include education programs, public policy, and social innovation. How many people, how many dreamers, how many entrepreneurs are presently involved in the Springfield About 100, hub? actually. What? Yeah, in, in, in incubating about 80 companies. Yeah. So and that, wow. that number has been growing. Ever since we came over to the university, that number has doubled and then tripled in, in this past two years. How long can they be part of the hub or the incubator? Yeah, good, great question. Uh, the average is about 18 months. And then by that time, their business is thriving enough to be able to pay rent somewhere else or launch a, a brick and mortars downtown. And many have done that. Bruce, do some of them say, I gave it a shot, it doesn't work, it's not going to materialize? Yeah, but then they're available for the next thing. Really? This idea won't materialize, but another one, through our education process, they learn that. And if you look at, you know, the chance of success of a business is pretty slim, probably under 20%. Sure. But if you do an incubation program, on average, you can flip that number on its side, and we're about 86% of businesses that go through incubation are successful. How do they become part of that? What's the application yep. process? It's an online application at innovatespringfield.org. And then we'll review it for the most part if they're, you know, as long as they're not harming or have a, a negative impact to the environment, you know, in, in, our, in our community, we'll, we'll help them launch their business. Do most of them who are successful stay around Springfield with yeah, their business? Yeah, on average 87, 88%. Most of our, I don't even know, one, probably one has gone outside the community now that's in, well, they're, they're still in Springfield, but they also have a location in Austin, Texas. So, yeah, m- most all of them stay in the community, and that's oh. the wonderful thing. What type of business? Yeah, all kinds of th- things. 
Uh, if you see, uh, like, you know, bricks and mortars, like coffee shops, dry cleaner type things, but uh, scalable software companies. Hmm. Yeah. Do, do you have to tell anybody no? N- no, no, meaning your business is not. Yeah, yeah, it isn't going to make it. We can't make you part of the it, program. It, it's, it's not no. It's maybe, oh, not not part of it. Again, only if the, the business, and we've had one that they were uh, using harmful chemicals. Okay. And so we didn't have a facility to help them. I understand. Nor did we think that was the best thing for the first society. But that's been the only case out of probably 300 people have gone through there. Have there been more than a few success stories? Oh, yeah, many. And, and the impact right now, uh, those members are creating about 300 jobs in the community wow. and about $18 million in taxable income that probably may not have existed before had we not launched this. Well, why is it important for you to be downtown? Well, I, for us, when, when John and I started this uh, eight years ago, the hope was to bring the university. It was always our intention to bring this over the university and, and then to bring them downtown. We think young, innovative people downtown mixing with other industries that are innovative, including state government, sure. uh, will, will catalyze a much bigger impact had it been you know, developed somewhere else away from those, those talented people. Chancellor Gooch, in many educational institutions, there is a separation between town and gown, if you will. They don't always work hand in hand. There is a separation, as we know, in a lot of, a lot of university communities. That's not the case here in Springfield. It doesn't seem to be. Why the commitment to getting involved so much with the community and John Streffer and everything he does and hiring a great resource, and Bruce Summers and so on and so forth? I think it's a part of our mission to do that, and I think it's a great opportunity for our students to integrate into the community and and to add their uh, knowledge and skills to the success of the Springfield community. And I think the Springfield community recognizes the value that UIS brings to the town. We really appreciate that. John Strumstreffer, what's the next step now? Where do they, what do these folks go as far as you're concerned? I know they're directing themselves, but what would you like to see happen? Well, we'd love to see this facility open next month. (laughs) <laughs> this but but we we know that the wheels of state government turn a little slower. But I am so excited about this expanded presence downtown. It's going to be a slightly nearer to the Capitol building, slightly nearer to the medical district. I think the location that they, they're looking at is prime for the development of the downtown. And again, Sam, going back to kind of the origin story of Innovate Springfield, that was an attempt by the Community Foundation. Our board felt it was important to develop another tool in the toolbox for our community to keep young, talented people around. That was kind of the simple concept. And then, of course, Bruce's experience in previous uh, institutions with business incubation helped that along. But we always had UIS, UIS in mind to kind of take it and run with it. And I'm, I'm so proud of that work that we did in the early stages because look what it's happened since we sent it off to college. It's, it's really growing and it's expanding and I hope this first facility is uh, the first of many more expansive programs for higher education in the downtown. I know what you're talking in the last hour about mm-hmm. the downtown expansion and potential other projects. When you look at Midwestern cities of our size, it's hard to find successful ones that don't have a strong university presence in their core. Absolutely. And so we look up in Bloomington Normal and how you, uh, ISU has really you know, changed that community in a very positive way. My great hope for this is this is the first step in a longer road of really redeveloping the downtown. And imagine it filled with vibrant people starting their own businesses, expanding, incubating out of those, graduating out and setting up shop and all these vacancies we have in the downtown right now. That's the big dream for me. 
And that's why I think so many people in the Next 10 Project, when they're you know, giving us ideas, talked about UIS a lot, talked about downtown a whole lot. So I, I see this as a huge project of the many great projects for the Next 10. Bruce Summers, how does, um, how does Illinois rank when it comes to innovative networks and hubs compared to other states? Are we late to the party? Did we lead the charge? Are we somewhere in the middle? Uh, very much uh, ahead on this innovation network. Okay. I don't know another state that does really? a network that collaborates across these different hubs and institutions. Uh, and we are active with, with a large number of Fortune 500s in Chicago. We are active in engaging industry around this. Now, in Springfield, less so. We have you know smaller businesses. Uh, and on producing tech talent, there's not another state or institution that does more than really? us. And the wow. problem is that, that that talent leaves. Sure. And some of the hope of what we're trying to do is reattract or develop them here so they stay here and, and uh, advance corporations or entities here in Illinois. Chancellor Gooch, were you aware, I'm sure, during the interview process of how involved UIS was in this venture? I was, yes. It was a unique opportunity, I think, to join on to that. Uh, are there a lot of employees involved besides Bruce involved with this? Are there a number, and does that number continue to grow? Um, we have just a few um, employees right now, but we do hope to expand the staff to to help increase the programming. Yes, Bruce, what's your take on that? Yeah, yeah. and and the nice thing about so the, the innovation center that will develop it's beyond Innovate Springfest, beyond our business incubation. It will include all of our schools as well as the Center for State Policy and Leadership. We'll develop programs downtown close to the capital that will help state workers become more innovative, other industries become more innovative, and uh, bring in public policy officials from across the state and you know provide them a space and a collaboration uh, with our lawmakers. And that was why it was really important to have this walking distance of the capital. Is there an age requirement? Do they have to be a certain age before they become involved and is there a tuition or fee involved, involved? that's what you're asking excuse me <laughs> you can still be involved i am asking. so involved yeah you wouldn't even know my innovation background <laughs> no right. about 25 percent of our uh members are students so that's great okay that's really good focus uh faculty uh, and absolutely not i mean you have to be uh, of 18 at least if you're not in, like right now as we speak the the same ceo group is in the, in our space so uh oh. one to hope and, and john is like we want to build a space where they'll come back to Springfield and have like-minded people and interact in that space. So I they're was, doing that right now. I think that might be the first time I met you when you came back. Were you involved with Sangam and CEO? That's right. Yeah. Great. Ten right. Years Jeff Stoffer and everybody was Jeff involved. In was it 10 Friday, years ago? 10 years ago. We're in our 10th year class right now. Oh, my gosh. I just talking with uh, Griffin Kopecki, who uh-huh. owns Calhoun's, and he was part of that program. That's he told right. me in 2015 and said loved amazing. it. Said it was one of the best classes he ever took. Yeah. So you guys are on to something. Well, congratulations. Well, I mean you. that sincerely. Cancer Gooch. Um, as far as enrollment, are there a lot of students still transferring in, or are they coming in as a freshman level more and more and wanting to do the four-year experience at UIS? Yeah, we have a combination. Our, we have graduate programs that are attracting new students. We have transfer students, and we do have first-time freshmen. Very good. John Schrimpfer, any final word before we say thank you to you folks? And I really enjoyed it. Thanks for coming in. Thanks for having us again, Sam. Always appreciate it. Very good. Good to see you guys. Thanks. Thank you. You've been listening to the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. For more, visit newhoffmedia.com.